Clint Eastwood said in a movie, dying ain't much of a living, but it's worse than that. We are back for another episode of Sky Blue Wealth Weekly, and we're super glad you're here with us. I'm your humble host, Eric Powers, certified financial planner and owner of Sky Blue Wealth. This is the show that gives you a heads up on financial matters that impact your life. We talk about ways to earn and save more and how to maximize and protect your investments. So today we've got a great episode lined up. We're going to discuss a dark topic, the cost of funerals, but one we all have to face at some point, be it a family member or when we ourselves clock out for the last time. Death and taxes are certain, and while we can't stop either, we can take steps to prepare for them. So today we're focused on the costs that come at the end of life. I've got several statistics to share with you, one that will really surprise you, I think, and I'll start with a positive story. They say you find out who your friends are when trouble strikes, or when you ask for help moving. But when there's a death in the family, you truly see who shows up, literally. Because funerals are awful, just to put it plainly. They're uncomfortable, and no one knows really what to say. So the people who show up to pay respects are the ones you can call real friends. Those who drop off food or send a sympathy card or flowers, but sometimes you really see people step up. I know of a few stories of people who had no savings and no life insurance to pay for their own funeral, and their kids or spouse were left in a terrible spot, but due to the kindness of others, the funeral bill got paid. In one case, a small local insurance company paid out of their own pocket for the funeral bill for one of their own employees. The lady's dad passed away after a sudden illness and had no life insurance or money saved to pay the bill. People really do step up here in the U.S. more often than not, despite nonstop negativity that gets highlighted on the nightly news. Now, that was a big deal for an employee to help out because guess what a funeral costs? The national median cost with viewing and burial in 2021 was approximately $7,848, while the median cost of a funeral with cremation was approximately $69.71. So a little bit of a savings there, but let's not really look at it as a savings. These figures were from the National Funeral Directors Association. Hawaii is the most expensive state at 15203 I wonder if it's because they're an island and there's just not a lot of space. An Arkansas funeral averaged $6,800 on the low end, while New York was near the $11,000 mark. Those numbers show how crucial it is that we prepare for the high cost of funerals and other related costs that we've discussed in past episodes, like long-term health coverage and assisted living facilities. I think we also have a blog post around these topics, so we'll put the link in the show notes. In related news, here's a stat that you've probably heard more than once. We have about 10,000 Americans turning 65 years old every single day. So that's 10,000 people turning 65 every day. So more long-term care will be needed for the foreseeable future, which is one thing that people don't really plan for. Many Americans unfortunately and mistakenly think that Medicare or Medicaid are going to pick up the tab for long-term care. So they don't plan for long-term care or that extreme cost. I saw where Washington State just passed a measure for their state employees to have a small amount taken out of their paycheck so that they could have some long-term coverage. But the lifetime maximum was only 36,500, which probably really doesn't go very far. Anyway, back to the funeral costs and the second thing that surprises people. Funeral expenses on average are the third largest category of expenses incurred over a lifetime. That is a surprising note, right? And when you consider this fact, life insurance is often a must. Knowing that, let's compare the cost of life insurance 
and then we'll get into those three other things that most people don't plan for when it comes to death. Okay, these numbers are from Forbes 23. Life insurance costs an average of $13 a month or $159 a year for a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy. Then they list a 40-year-old's average cost for a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy at $19 a month. For 50-year-olds, the average cost, same thing, 20 years, $250, is $40 a month. Pretty affordable, right? Considering Netflix costs, I think it's like 20 bucks a month, and then you add on all of these other streaming services, or if you have cable bills, you're hundreds of dollars in. Oh, and women, by the way, get a slightly lower rate on life insurance. They have more sense than us. They take fewer risks, plus they just happen to live longer naturally. And remember, there are factors, think of smoking, that can lower or increase your life insurance premiums. Also, locking in rates when you're young saves you money. So does taking care of your health. Smokers, as we said, pay a higher rate. Now let's move along. There's more to funerals than monetary costs. If you've dealt with probating a will or having to divide up property with siblings, then you know it can be super stressful and time consuming. Who's gonna live in mom and dad's house? Should we sell it and split the money? What are we gonna do with all of the stuff in the attic and in the barn and in the basement? It can take a toll. I know of a couple who had to fly to California from the East Coast every other month during COVID to handle the sale of the wife's parents' rental houses, plural. There were like 12 houses in total. Imagine all of that paperwork back and forth with realtors in another state while you are in mourning. That's one reason so many financial mistakes are made after the death of a close family member. Making financial decisions with your head clouded in grief and stress and confusion, it's not perfect, right? Sometimes necessary, but not good. By the way, since we're on a dark topic, I'd encourage anybody going through grief of any kind to check out a book by Susan Cain. It's titled Bittersweet. We're going to drop a link in the show notes for that too. Moving on to other costs associated with the death. I hear stories fairly often about families getting a letter in the mail after the family member passes away. The letter is about an old life insurance policy that they had no idea about. It is usually for a small amount, a few thousand dollars most of the time, but I've often wondered how many of those small policy death benefits never actually even make their way to the beneficiaries. Not because the insurance company is trying to be underhanded necessarily, but that the letter never gets opened and that the family can't be reached or there's just no family left to send the insurance check to. Things like that, you know? Now, I don't have stats for events like that, but it has to happen on some scale, you think. So my point here, be sure to keep your records organized and that beneficiaries know about your insurance policies, even the ones that you've forgotten about somehow. Yes, that happens too. On the flip side, this means talking with your parents about their insurance policies and their bank accounts. This is uncomfortable, to say the least. Talking about death with them? I get it, but you're not being nosy. Tell your parents you'll be the one taking care of things, so you need this important information. Unless, of course, they want crazy cousin Carl to handle their estate someday. So, seriously, there are lots of printable checklists online for organizing our affairs so that our family isn't scrambling to find the insurance policies, locating the wills, or digging through a mountain of paperwork in a dark basement. We have one that we provide to clients, which is called a document locator checklist. And then sometimes people even put down or scribble some usernames and passwords of important websites. All right, I'll mention one more thing that can cost you big time when there's a death in the family, and that's scam artists. They're the lowest of low and don't care about families grieving. All they see are vulnerable targets. 
In fact, the FTC issued a warning this summer about scammers pretending to work for a funeral home and calling families telling them that they owed them more money. Pay up or the funeral will be canceled. Just unbelievable. But again, people make big financial mistakes when they're not thinking clearly. So you can see how these cons are effective, unfortunately, right? Okay, we're close to wrapping up. This is a short one today with those last three surprising things that come up when someone passes away. First, I want to remind you that there is never a better time to prepare for your golden years than right now. If you have questions about life insurance, estate planning, or what happens to your 401k in the event of your death, I want you to schedule an appointment to speak with me. My contact information, as always, is in the show description. A short conversation is well worth your time if it saves you even half of the hassles and potential financial loss that you've heard your friends and family going through over the years. Now, those last three things that most people don't know about planning funerals. One, you can buy a coffin on Amazon, and I'm not kidding. Two, cremation can save money since it apparently saves steps in the process. In other words, there's no waiting period between death and cremation. Three, green burial is now a thing with more people paying attention to the environment. Typically, the green burial process skips embalming and utilizes biodegradable caskets. Think wicker or bamboo. Again, this isn't the cheeriest topic, but one we all do have to deal with in one way or another, so let's do a quick recap. Funeral costs are reported to be the third highest bill the average consumer ever receives. Life insurance is a relatively inexpensive tool to ensure that burden does not come out of your pocket all at once, or worse, having to get a loan to pay for someone's funeral. The median cost of a burial is approximately $7,800, while the median cost of a funeral with cremation is around $7,000 with lots of variances depending upon which state you live in. We also talked about being organized to help prevent adding stress when there's a death in the family. And we mentioned how costly assisted living can be and long-term health coverage too. One thing I forgot to touch on was prepaying for funerals. This may give someone peace of mind, but there are major pitfalls to consider. What if the funeral home goes out of business, for instance? What if you move? The prepayment likely can't be transferred to another funeral home. Also, you could change your mind about your final wishes. We humans are known to change our minds, as you already know. Well, guys, it's time to wrap up this episode. I can't thank you enough for sticking with me on this tough topic today. It's an important one. If you have 30 seconds, please do leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. And I hope the rest of your day is smooth sailing. Talk with you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.